0: Calling all tenors. This is the 10 News Kid Takeover. The new year is almost here, so Bethany turned the show over to kids to count down some of our favorite things from 2021. Today, we're sharing our picks for the best books of the year. I'm Nicola Sober. It's Tuesday, December 21st, and this is the 10 News.
1: 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5,
0: 4, 3, 2, 1. Have you read any Keeper of the Lost City books? Or maybe you're into the Skyfall trilogy? They both make the list of the 10 news top picks for great books. And they're both written by best-selling author Shannon Messenger, who sat down with two special 10 news correspondents to talk about these super series.
2: Hi, Shannon. It's so great to have you with us here today on the 10 News. We are big fans. I will say that we are even super fans, and we're really excited we to talk to you.
1: Well, I'm so excited to be here. This is so much fun, especially since we don't get to go out in person as much. It's so nice to get to meet with um, readers and fans and, and you know have a nice morning
2: together. Wonderful, and I'm joined today by my daughter uh, mm-hmm. Naomi Kaplan, who's going to help me out with um, with some of our questions and questions that we were sent in from our tenors. We have a good audience that that loves your work, and I think where we want to start off is hearing from you. How did you come up with the world for Keeper of the Lost Cities? What what inspired you to create this this epic adventure? Mm-hmm.
1: You know, I mean, it it really came from all different places. It was not one of those instances of just you know I sort of woke up and went, I know this entire story and this entire world. It 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 kind of happened very gradually. I knew that I wanted to write about elves, Um, and I had from you know starting a short story that was actually with Fitz's um, character. All right, I knew that started out as a short story. Yeah, I had I had created bits for a different book that I was working on and created the elves just very loosely for a different book that I was working on. And I got stuck. And so I was kind of just trying to, you know, unstuck that story by writing from one of the side characters POVs. And out came Sophie into that story. I don't really know why. She just sort of popped in somehow. I decided that that story was going to be about Fitz meeting a girl and realizing that she was like him and she was an elf and him having to tell her that. And in proof that maybe short stories aren't always my best um, form, you know, the dramatic ending of that story was just him basically saying, hey, so you're an elf and her being like, cool. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Like the short story ended with when she found out that she was an elf and then not the greatest ending you I mean I know I'm known for my cliffhangers but I feel like that's an even worse cliffhanger than like what I do in the series it just it wasn't satisfying at all and it but it got me to realize that that's what the story was I just kept thinking so what is going to happen to this girl now now that she knows she's an elf what does she have to leave does she have to go live in the lost cities and why was she hidden away and that's when I realized there's a story there and I need to kind of figure those questions out. (laughs) So can you tell us how, how do
2: you put your characters together?
1: You know, that is the one part of my writing process that is kind of a mystery even to me, Um, which is a bummer because it's the question I get asked the most often because my readers always want to know, how did you come up with these characters? And they they kind of form themselves. They really do. My brain has a very vivid imagination. And so I tend to start to see the character kind of fully formed. Uh, The one question that I do always ask a character before I start writing them is I ask, what is this character hiding from me? Because I feel like we all have secrets. um, And once I know that character's secrets, I kind of get them. I kind of own them in a way. Um, And it doesn't always mean bad secrets. I mean, the secrets can be a crush, Or they can be, you know, a secret dream that they want to have that they haven't shared. Or it can be things that they're afraid of or things that they're embarrassed of or anything like that. Usually it's a mix. um, But I feel like once I know those things, that really tells me everything that I need to know about the character. And the rest is just kind of discovery as I write. I try to really think of them as real people. And I try to really when I'm writing the scenes, sit down and think, okay, so given what I know about this character and given what I know about the situation that they're in, what would they do? Um, It makes my life as an author a lot harder because sometimes the answer to that question is like, well, but that doesn't go along with what I need them to do. (laughs) So what am I going to do now? You know, but um, it means that I have to follow some curveballs. but I think that ends up making the story feel more authentic because I really am kind of, letting the characters run the show. And I know that my mom is always like, you know, they're not real, right? And I'm like, I know, but I have to treat them like they're real in order to write them in a way that makes them feel real on the page. And so, yes, they're not real, but they're also real all at the same time.
2: (laughs) We are going to jump to some of the tenors, um, questions from our tenors. This is a question from Hazel. Hi, Hazel.
1: How did you get the idea for the characters' names? I, for a person who only recently had a child, I own an abundance of baby name books. That was one thing that is kind of a character building exercise for me. I do like the names to have a meaning that says something to me about the characters. Some it's very on the nose, like Keith means handsome. So, you know, that, that name is very spot on. Um, some are a little bit more, you know, a, a, an impression of a character or like Sophie, it means wisdom. And I feel like that's something that Sophie brings to The Lost Cities, that she has this very unique worldview because she was raised with humans, always feeling like an outsider, but was still believed that she was one of them. This question is from Nia. How did you write Tam so perfectly? (laughs) Oh, well, thank you. Um, You know, again, it just really comes down to, putting thought into what I know about him, you know? And I i knew a lot about his backstory, you know, everything, all the conflict with his parents, all of his time with Lin on their own, their time in exilium, you know, what it's like to be a shade in a world that kind of values light above everything else and your ability controls darkness, you know, just really kind of, putting thought into all of those things and you know he kind of came together as this slightly surly but also very funny and you know super emo kind of guy who speaks his mind and you know but is also kind of quiet and you know he's he's a study in contrasts
2: he's a very cool character and then Nia had a follow-up question about his sister
1: oh right um does Lynn ever get a significant partner well, sadly, I'm not allowed to give spoilers. Um, I would get in very big trouble. So we tried, I, tinners. We tried. Yeah, <laughs> I can't answer that question without getting myself in a tremendous amount of trouble. So all I can say is I guess we'll find out as the story unfolds. I will also say I never plan relationship stuff. I Anything, even the Sophie stuff. I let that unfold by asking myself what the characters would do because I feel like I control the plot as far as like what the villains are going to do, how many times they're almost going to die, all of that. That's all me throwing stuff at them, but then how they feel about it, that's on the characters. And so something like a relationship, that's all to do with feelings. And so again, that's all something that I just kind of let unfold.
2: So this was, this came in from quite a few tenors. So um, looking for an update of what you can share um for the next book, ah, okay, so book nine,
1: because of the whole you know, I had a baby, <laughs> oh, just that <laughs> yeah, Book nine has been a little delayed. i rem- I actually found out I was pregnant um the day I finished unlocked, Wow. I took a test and found out. Oh, man. (laughs) And I realized I remember being like, it's fine. I've got nine months. I'll totally be able to write those entire nine months. So that's coming out November. And um, we should be able to start sharing things like title and cover and things like that a little bit earlier than we normally do. I think usually those things drop around like April or May. So stay tuned to my social media for anything else on that front. But it does have a title um, and I actually have seen the cover and it's amazing and everyone is going to go nuts. There's lots of excitement ahead. And I can also say that um, book nine is not the end. Mm -hmm. Uh, It has been announced that there will be a book 10 and book 10 is going to be the end. So Right now, Book 10 is slated to come out the following November, so November of 2023. Hopefully, I'm able to stick to that deadline schedule. We'll just kind of see how cooperative my um, child is.
2: (laughs) So, yeah, stay tuned on that. All right. Well, this was great, Shannon. It was so wonderful to have you here today. Um, And we look forward to news about Book 9. Yeah. Wow.
0: She's so cool. And there's even more to the interview. You can listen to all of it in this Saturday's The 10 News Gets Extra. Up next, it's time for the 10 News Top Picks of 2021 in, drumroll please, books. Our favorite picture book written by a superstar poet is Change Saints, A Child's Anthem by Amanda Gorman. You might remember the author from her amazing reading at the presidential inauguration. There was always light if only we're brave enough to see it. And this picture book is just as inspiring. Nice. Our favorite graphic novel featuring 21 baby frogs learning the importance of working together is Cat Kid Comic Club Number Two Perspectives by Dave Pilkey. The creator of Dogman and Captain Underpants is back with more jokes than ever. Yes! Our favorite graphic novel set in an 1885 logging camp is Xin Ying Kor's The Legend of Auntie Po. This long comic book tells the story of Mei, a Chinese-American kid who works in a logging camp where she hears stories about Paul Bunyan and changes them into stories about a cake-butt Chinese woman called Auntie Po. Whoa! Our favorite chapter book that reminds us to love ourselves just as we are is Starfish by Lisa Phipps. It's about Ellie, a 12-year-old girl who is bullied about her weight, even by her own family. Are you kidding me? When she's in her pool, she can flow her cares away. This book is written in a really cool way. It's a bunch of poems, but each one is a new part of the same story. That's incredible, And finally, our pick for the most powerful book of the year is The 1619 Project, Born on the Water. This illustrated book by Nicole Hannah-Jones and Renee Watson and illustrated by Nicholas Smith tells the story of black resistance in the shadow of slavery. Wow! This book celebrates the spirit of people who planted dreams and hope, willed themselves to keep living, living, living. Did you know that early humans may have hung out with unicorns? No way! They were big and hairy, not made of rainbows and glitter. Aw, man. But they did have one very big horn on their heads. Okay. The Siberian unicorn, which was more like a furry rhinoceros, went extinct about 29,000 years ago. (laughs) Today, you can help save their modern rhino cousins from going extinct, too. Ask a grown-up to help you check out the World's Wildlife Fund's Adopt-a-Unicorn Program, which, since we can't prove unicorns exist, actually protects the rhinos. You can find the link in the show notes. Cool beans, man! It's time for your... What? What? What's the big idea? Trivia question of the day! Do you ever wish that you could read faster? The Guinness World Record for the fastest reader goes to Howard Speedyberg. But how many pages can you read in a minute? Is it A, 30, B, 80, or C, 120? Did you guess it? The answer is... B! Howard Berg can read 80 pages per minute. At that speed... You can finish all the Harry Potter books in 43 minutes.
2: Turn to page 394.
0: Time is up. But before we go,
2: here's a quick note for the grown-ups. If you can't take the heat, it may be time for some cool clothing. The only way to play it cool this summer is in brand new Tommy John's. When you wear Tommy John, you're that much cooler, so you can do everything better thanks to breathable, lightweight fabric with four times the stretch of competing brands. With dozens of comfort innovations, Tommy John makes you look super hot while feeling super cool. From lounging at home to summertime fun, that's why Tommy John doesn't have customers, they have fanatics. With over 17 million pairs sold, people love Tommy John underwear and loungewear. I love wearing my Tommy John loungewear because it feels great after a long day. You should get Tommy John too. Plus, you're always covered with their best pair you'll ever wear or it's free guarantee. So shop tommyjohn.com slash T-E-N-N-E-W-S now for 20% off your first order. That's tommyjohn.com slash 10news for 20% off your first order. tommyjohn.com slash 10news. See site for details.
0: Thanks for listening to the 10 News. Look out for our new episodes on Tuesdays, Thursdays, and extras on Saturdays. The 10 News is a co-production of Small But Mighty Media and Next Chapter Podcasts, and it's distributed by iHeartRadio. The 10 News creative team is reading as fast as they can and includes Tracy Crooks, Pete Musto, Adam Bernard, Tessa Flannery, and Natalie Alonzo. Naomi Kaplan contributed to this episode. Our production director is Jeremiah Tittle. And our executive producers are Donald Albright and show creator Tracy Leeds Kaplan. I'm Nicola Silber, and for Bethany Van Delft, and thanks for listening to the 10 News. Bye, friends!
2: This podcast has been named a Common Sense Selection by Common Sense Media recognized for its outstanding content for kids and families.